friends. Yeah, that's right, I called you friends. I know how many people are listening to this podcast. Anyone who's listening is a friend. This is Nick. In case you haven't listened to this podcast before, it's called Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick Flanagan. Recovering social media addict. Regular Fortnite player. Close to middle age. Far from the Middle Ages. I'm living in the present. I'm living in the now. How's my voice sounding? I, I just took some coffee. Powell, I'd shit my pants. It's a little Mark Marin reference for you, Godfather of Casting. Casting. That's what we call podcasting now. Um, I'm going to turn this classical down a little bit. Thank you for listening. If you've been listening, I uploaded another episode the other day. It's all very rough. I'm probably going to delete these all at some point, but this is the beginning of me expressing myself creatively in a new way. Play, practice, master. That's what the book Delivered from Distraction is telling me is important for ADHD people to do. Play, practice, mastery. First you have fun with something, then you keep trying, then you master it, then comes the job. <laughs> Not feeling this royalty-free classical as much as I'm feeling some of the other stuff I've played, so let's see what's next on the playlist. Um, this is a commercial. Here we go. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know what to say. I really shouldn't be even recording a podcast right now. I've got to go to an audition. I haven't even showered yet. But I'm here. I want to record it. I think it's important. I think it's probably more important than um, auditioning, frankly. And what's important to me is... is uh, getting my voice out there, practicing what I preach, and frankly, I'm probably not going to get an ad for any kind of a hardware store. I don't know if you know what I look like or what my coordination is like. It's not hardware store ad friendly, and yet here I am going out for a hardware store ad. Sometimes I get a little silly. That was an example of me being silly just now. My mom's getting her hair done with her best friend today. That's nice. I might do that. I might start doing that, calling my good friends and saying, hey, you want to get a haircut at the same time? So... Haircuts are important. I am pretty happy with my haircut. It's from my friend Lisa Clued Hair. She does a good job. Thank you, Lisa, for cutting my hair for many years. When I was in LA, I did it at a place called Rudy's, and that did the job as well. Did a comedy show last night. My favorite bar in Toronto, Unlovable. They treated me very nicely. And uh, I'll tell you something. I had three cancellations last night. One of them was right down to the wire. 
at like nine o'clock for a show that was starting at nine thirty. And um, yeah, uh, that's not good <laughs> for anybody. What's funny is in, earlier in the day, I'd been um, thinking to myself, what if I, you know, what if I just really am kind uh, about people canceling? I don't know. No one had canceled at that time on this show. It's called Laughable and Unlovable. I used to host it with a comedian named Steph Tolove, who's so funny. And um, I thought, we have to be kind to comedians. If a comedian cancels, especially for mental health reasons, you just have to let it happen. Because they're, a lot of them are on a very tenuous mental journey. <laughs> like, you'd rather have them take a rest than have a mental breakdown on your stage. Or, you know, succumb to some of the stuff that's available when you do comedy, which is basically booze. And staying up late which is fun but not necessarily good for you and I thought wow yeah we should really be kind to comedians and then of course as soon as I do my show three people cancel night of one of whom who I won't name well some, the point is if you're doing something for mental health reasons I still give you the pass another person they had a lot of work that's fine third person asked to do the show and then canceled. That's not good. They canceled at like nine. We found a replacement. As a, I was also the producer, so that the onus is on me. But like, what are we doing? What is this flaky life we're all leading? I'm, I'm done. You don't want to hear me talk about booking problems. I'm just saying. It's kind of this funny um, contradiction in life right now where we want to honor everyone's difficulty getting through everything but we also are affected by people doing things and I don't know where that perfect balance lies because I'm so guilty of it I'm always doing something that feels like it is challenging the patience of someone whether it's being the first to get on a subway and having an older person look at me like, what are you doing? Or whether it's doing this podcast and having you wonder, what are you doing? Where are you going with this? And, um, you know, hopefully that old person thinks, well, this guy's probably anxious and he just really can't help himself and he's hopping on the subway and he didn't really notice me and uh, it's not a question, it's not a question of that he is a mean person. <laughs> that was like my Andrew Dice Clay, Jerry Lewis voice. I just don't know what we're doing. I can't help but sing. I just turned it into a song. Anyway, royalty-free classical, thank you very much, it's so good. So yeah, I don't know what the balance is. It's like total forgiveness of everyone else for everything they do, while still somehow retaining self-respect. And I'm certainly on the level of the mistake maker a lot more than the mistake receiver, but 
I rarely do what I do with uh, ill intention. And I'm sure that the people, I know that the people who were bailing yesterday also didn't have ill intention. But there's another thing where we consider the self and our own suffering so much that at some point um, self-interest uh, takes over and we're maybe not thinking of other people and how we affect them. And that doesn't seem right either. So, I don't know. It's all pretty trippy stuff, wouldn't you say? I'm going to a Rob Zombie concert tonight. Rob Zombie with opener Marilyn Manson. Once upon a time, those rules may have been reversed. A zombie and a Manson sounds to me like a horror movie. I think it'll be fun. That's my preconception I'm walking in with. I'm going to see Marilyn Manson, who's a great interview, and Rob Zombie, who's an incredibly creative person, do their music thing, which is arguably not even the best thing they do. <laughs> For our enjoyment in a summer outdoor concert theater environment although it's supposed to rain today I don't want to get rained on what is this blind melon well that song was called no rain so it doesn't really count but you get what I'm saying Rob Zombie the human embodiment of a certain era of the internet Rob Zombie. White dreads, but it was fine? Rob Zombie. Huge influence on decals on cars, I feel, somehow. God, when I first saw the video for Thunderkiss 65, I really was like, this is pretty much the best thing in the entire world. So I'm sure tonight when that song plays, I'll, uh, swing my bag around like a helicopter and go woo although I'm there in a reviewing capacity so I've got to be professional so I might just keep it all internal what do you think of Rob Zombie what do you think of Marilyn Manson do you have any questions for me write weekly podcast w-e-a-k-l-y at gmail.com if you want to follow me, I'm at the Flans on Twitter. You can get my album Wiped Privilege at nickflanagan.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening. I think we're done tonight. Today. I got an email. This has been fun. Stay fresh. Happy summer.